in town you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. Welcome back to Common Folk. We are here live on location. Just Morgan and Ben today. No Andy <laughs> oh, again. no Andy. We what just, is he doing, probably? Running around with those kids? Chasing his kids, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so we are a little over a thousand miles from home. Um, yes. Far, far east Texas, <laughs> almost Louisiana. Um, little on-site today, completely different setup than we've ever done. We're hanging out in a shop. We've got a uh, 12-pack of Coors Light here in front of us. I've got the recorder sitting on my on my leg here, resting for my adjustments. Sitting We're holding on to the mics. Lawn chairs. I see a flag waving too in Texas. Looks like a Texas flag Texas and an American flag, flag right there. American flag. Yep. I mean, Texas people love their flag. What is that about? I well, mean, I we're don't gonna, wave we're gonna, my Nebraska flag. Oh, yeah, the Nebraska flag, right? Yeah, no. We, like, we don't have, I don't even know what it looks like, but I sure know what a Texas flag looks like. We've got. It's everywhere. If if flags are up at home, it's the American flag. Yeah, exactly. We, rarely do you see the Nebraska flag, unless no. it's like a state building or something. Yeah. But in it's, Texas, folks definitely have the Texas flag flying a lot. I know. I mean, we saw, we, when we were driving here, I saw Coors Light had a billboard in the mountains that looked like a flag and mm-hmm. then another i don't know what other beer company had one too and i thought oh my god texas yeah. people love pretty cool there's a lot of it pride is. yeah a lot of pride a lot of pride so what are we doing down here we we made this trip um <laughs> we for the last been about what a month and a half two months ish somewhere in that range uh spoke with this gentleman down here i've been hunting uh a new smoker for a couple of years. I was going to say a month and a half. I thought you had no, this I mean, thing going since, in. No, I mean since I first met him. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. And uh, looked at a lot of them, and, and in that world, there's a lot of strange things going on. There's like, uh, there's a lot of like fraudulent stuff here and there. You got to be careful. People are always yeah. trying to take advantage, like where the money's going and whatever, and it's, I, I think a lot of it's just like foreign people. They're, they're steer, stealing photos. They're pretending to be a true builder, and they're not. And so everything I was real worried about. Um, but I finally came across one that I liked the design. Um, the gentleman that I was speaking to, I felt good about. Um, he seemed normal until we were like, not until, but until I was like, what if we make the trip and this guy isn't legit? Like, and what like, if and we nothing's try? there. We show up. It's a fake address. <laughs> like, yeah. that would be some shit. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. But I, I had a lot of confidence, and uh, and the communication was awesome the whole time through, and I'm, I'm seeing build pictures and all this kind of stuff. Um, so I'm so a, rewind a little bit. I made the decision. Let's get it going. So I talked to this gentleman. Um, he wanted me to put some money down on it, which is totally understandable, but I was a little bit worried. He was willing to kind of work the way I wanted to work with a credit card and, and, and get his system set up and all that kind of stuff. So we did that. That made me feel a lot better. Um, and then the ball start, started rolling and I started seeing photos and I'm like, man, this is going to be so cool. Uh, and so here we are, we come down here this, this past weekend, you've got family in the Houston area. So we stayed with them. Yes. My sister. Yep. Um, and that was fun getting to see them and hang out and see their kids and all that kind of stuff. And so then today we travel the rest of the way. And uh, the town that we're just outside of is pronounced Buna. Is that right? 
I, so I thought on, uh, you know, when you read it, I just said Buna, but someone down here corrected me around Houston. Buna. Buna. Is that right? Oh. Is that the best? Okay. Yep. All right. So, uh, so we come down here. That's, that was another couple hours, um, east of where your sister was. Yes. And I wanted to take this opportunity to interview this gentleman and talk about this business a little bit. And, you know, what we do, we talk, you know, we call ourselves common folk. We talk to common folk, a lot of blue collar people, um, just regular everyday people doing really cool shit that people don't really understand is going on. And this is definitely one of them. So to begin with, I'd like to introduce Randy Carroll. How you doing? Doing good. Good, man. So we're down here at your place. This is uh, a property that you said has been in your family for a long time. Yeah, so it was about fourth generation. Okay. Um, you were showing us, you know, where your grandparents' house was, and uh, so, man, probably what? What are you talking? How many years since you guys have been down here? It's probably probably running about a hundred years. Wow, yeah, it's a long yeah, time. You've got cousins and aunts and uncles all around us. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, what? Obviously, well, not obviously. Uh, to tell the whole story. You're building these smokers and these things, in my opinion, you know, when you look at the, uh, the, uh, craftsmanship that goes into them, these are, these are world-class machines. What, and, and you're doing it as almost like a hobby. Um, although, you know, it's working pretty well for you, yes. but what is your, what's your day-to-day typically? What do you, what do you do full-time? Uh, full-time actually supervision or a, uh, fabrication and welding shop. Okay. Like I say we do a lot of work for some high end clients, uh, but been in the industry for twenty three years, twenty four years now. Yeah. Uh, started out welding, fabricating, and uh, like I say, got into supervision and kind of got to where I was feeling like I was losing my touch. So back into welding and fabrication on the side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So supervision, you wouldn't even be welding at all. No, normally I'm You're supervising. Just the watching. And fabricators. Yes. And then telling them what they're doing wrong and right. Yeah, it's making sure they're doing the right stuff. Okay, so you're boss. Yeah. Because okay. prior, prior to that, you'd have been one of the guys yes, doing I, the welding. Yeah, I yeah. welded for them for up. 15 years before yep. I got into supervision. Yep. But it probably was a good break, right, for the time being? Yes, until it you was thought nice <laughs> at first, and then you, you kind of get bored. Yeah, yeah uh, I bet. I say a lot of finger pointing and uh, right. not doing anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I say you start to get round instead of in shape. And I think yeah. I think every now and then you gotta you kind of got to show the rest of the crew what's up. You know what I mean? Like they need to know that you can do – what yes, you're asking yes. them to do. You get you get a lot more out of respect than you do just yeah. barking orders. Yeah, absolutely. Like I say, get in there with them. Uh, if they need help, show them what to do. Yep. Uh, like I say, the more they see you doing it, the more they're going to do it. Yep. Did you, uh, did you get into that trade at a young age, or how did that yes, come together? Yeah, right out of high school, actually. Okay. Uh, kind of fell into the spot. A friend of mine worked there and uh, needed some more help. So started okay. out at $7 an hour as a helper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say we're paying seventeen for helpers now. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's just fell into it and then kind of learned as I went. Had okay. a lot of good mentors, uh, which most have have been gone now. So for for yourself, as you came up through it, was all of your training and education on the job with that with that company? Yes, okay. on the job. Yeah. Is that typical? Because I'm from the outside looking in, or do you, you, you normally have, go to welding school? Like you have I, some that do welding school, okay. But I've yet to have one pass a welding test out of school. Oh, really? Uh, Serious? They'll come in and actually we hire them as helpers. Yeah. Which is tacking uh, as the fitters fit everything together. Yeah. Uh, and then they learn more on site than they do in the welding school. Oh, I mean, not comparing at all. But I mean, I went to hair school. I did hair. You know, have license, whatever. 
you go to school for a year and then you get a job and you know nothing. Like yes. you it's, learn it's so much time. on the job. Absolutely. Okay. And I think, I think, you know, from a schooling standpoint, like number one, it's a good thing to get kids into if they've got the time so that they can get some experience, understand what they're getting themselves into, like make a decision of, is this what I want to do? Or maybe, you know, this isn't what I thought it was. Maybe I want to go this route or whatever. And then you probably do pick up a bunch of basics, like a lot of the, yes. the base level that yeah. you need. Agree. Um, but then, but obviously like anything else, I mean, there's nothing like on the job training. That's where you're. No. And we're falling real short on, uh, the availability of pipe welders, pipe fabricators. Yeah. Uh, searching for any we can get right now. Yeah. You and, and everybody else, man, I feel like it's every, every industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which a lot of the folks that listen to this podcast, um, know where we, where we stand on that and what our feelings are. But, uh, a lot of them have kids coming up and we always encourage man like get in the trades uh, and there's so many companies out there doing things like we we do a lot in agriculture where we're at and there's a lot of companies you know like yours that are in agriculture that are helping pay for the schooling you know signing bonuses all these kinds of things that can really build a good career for a kid coming up i mean it's a smart way to go and and it's been i mean how's it been for you i mean you're you're living proof so yeah it's been a great career uh, it's hard on your body, but everything yeah. else is too. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're in like weird positions, hard on your body, or is there a lot of Not so bad. I know a that might of, be a weird question, but like. It's a lot of what you're breathing in. Yeah. Oh, your welding. okay. Hard on uh, your body. Yeah, that you got way. a lot of chemicals, hard on your eyes. Sure. Uh, okay. Like I say, they, they make a lot of good respirators and stuff that uh, people need to wear that a lot of times they don't wear. It, yeah, and that's that's a big point. Yeah, and when you started, I don't know, maybe a lot of that stuff wasn't available. No, it was available, but okay. uh, we we didn't use it. You just yeah, you just <laughs> went to work. We were so, hard headed, so you would probably, I'm guessing, recommend like to a young guy or a young lady coming up into this, like take that side seriously. Yeah, take the safe side. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of cancers out there just from what you're breathing in. Absolutely, and yeah. it's probably like annoying because it would be in the way right or mask or goggle yeah. or something right yes it makes your job a lot harder okay it's a lot hotter yes yeah. i got but you. at the end of the day it actually saves your life yes absolutely right and, and and lets you have a little you know maybe longer more prosperous career you yeah. know i mean if you got to stop at some point because of your health and and you could have prevented that you know you definitely need to be thinking about that for sure right yeah so uh so the welding thing, you've been doing that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the smoker business and, and how I met you. Uh, so you call it CT Custom Smokers, right? Yes, that actually stems from actually a brand that my grandpa had on this land. Okay. It was for Cecil and Tommy Wayne, and it actually falls in good for my kids because it's Cody and Taylor. Oh, cool. Oh, so I just kind of rolled it over awesome. into that. Yeah. So carried that name on and, uh, and started. When did you kind of officially start building these things uh actually started advertising probably about three years ago okay uh and as a hobby but like i say eventually uh i've got a few shops in the works we're fixing to start building so yeah yeah uh, it's gonna be more full-time as, as soon as i can get the orders back in it i got you so you're you got you're looking at um really growing this thing yeah is what you're saying yeah how many like up until this point how many do you think you've built and sent out uh total all together probably around 30 30 okay uh, like i say started up front building them ahead and putting them out for sale and yep. then now do custom orders okay yep 
so similar to like our our uh, setup here where um i got a hold of you 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 gave me all the details you're very thorough every question that i had you had photos and answers and then take it down payment and then start building and then figure out how to either pick up or deliver and then take the final payment yes we run yeah. from there uh as soon as anybody gets with me we'll uh, go through all the questions uh We'll do the deposit, and then I do do delivery if need be. Yeah. Uh, like I say, I've got one going to California probably towards the middle of the year. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people want to come down and, and pick them up. Right, right. And, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I wanted to. It was convenient for us because we got family in Houston. But I just like seeing the setup. Um, I love the, the old schoolness of it. Um, and the story behind things is, to me, what really makes the, the product, you know. So, yeah. I would definitely encourage you, you know, whatever you guys do with the business going forward, that you keep that story. You know, that's a, that's a big part, especially in these things like smokers. You know, I mean, that's a that's a thing that people gather around. You know. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about this one a little bit. So, what did you build for me? All right, this one is a uh, 500 gallon, uh, the traditional offset smoker, mm-hmm. with some baffle plates to kind of help spread the heat around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we end up going with the uh, the fold down counterweights, the fold down stack. Uh, the tandem axle trailer with the electric brakes. Uh, like I say, heavy-duty trailer. Uh, all the trailers are built out of straight square tubing. Uh, I've looked into a few other trailer companies that I could buy from, but they're yeah. all channel iron. Uh, yeah. So I stick with building them all. I would say for sure, and I've seen a lot of trailers, not just smoker trailers, but it it's the beefiest-looking frame that I've seen. Yeah, it's all square tubing, 2 by 4 square tubing, Yeah. Uh, solid welded. So you got the, you know, if, if folks haven't seen these before, um, on the driver's side of the trailers, the setup with the 500-gallon the gallon tank, it's a former propane tank, right? Yes. Okay, so then um, worked on and fabricated and all that as a smoker. And then you add this massive firebox. That thing is, what did you say, it was like 40-something inches yeah, long? Yeah, it's around 47 inches on that, yeah. uh, fully insulated. Yeah. Uh, so insulate all the way around, doors, everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't do the half insulated. Yeah, fully, fully insulated. And that's another thing. Like I said, you know, as we were going through this, you were sending me photos of all the things that when I come down here today, I wouldn't be able to see because it's all, you know, enclosed in that area. And uh, coming from me, who doesn't know anything, really, and you've showed me, I think I had seen three pictures. Not that I'm uninterested, but I know nothing about this. I mean, this thing is badass, but it is huge like i've never seen anything this big ever (laughs) his face when we rolled up i just was looking at him like he's a little kid just smiling from ear to ear um i just i'm we're gonna have to post pictures because this thing is amazing i don't even know yeah traditionally the next size up is a 1000 so you're yeah i mean you only had one more size to go okay so there is a bigger size yes Little, little, oh yeah. my so gosh! Like who double, is double the size of that? Who is using something that? So big? we went to a we went to a barbecue joint in uh, I think it'd be like Katie ish. Um, it was what was it called? Brian's something. It's a newer place. He's Brian's been a, barbecue. I it think was something like that. Yeah, he's been in like a shed somewhere. I think outside of town, from the sounds of it, and they got big enough where he he was able to get in town, kind of in a strip mall setup. But they brought his old smoker in from the other place, and I guess they had to like crane it in. I mean, this thing is all day at least a thousand. It's probably two thousand. I don't yes. know what it Most is. Most of your local barbecue joints uh, use a one thousand on a skid. Okay, yeah, just a beast. Oh. And set up like this too with a big firebox on the side. The stack on his was probably 15, 20 foot tall. Yeah, 
just a monster. Yeah, they use a lot of the bigger stacks to get the flow. Okay. Uh, I say the bigger the pit, the bigger the firebox, the bigger the stack you're going to need. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. to me, that is called a chimney. That is called a stack. Okay. You could call it a chimney, Okay, too. it yeah. looks like a chimney. Um, that thing is, like, really tall. So, these, so what this, is your I've, point of making it that tall? Well, in this thing, well, there's a couple of points. So okay. this thing, I mean, I, I would say it's overbuilt, right? I mean, it's... Yes, we could have went a little shorter uh, for the flow, but yeah. I mean... Uh, with what you were wanting to do with it, we went a little taller, and yeah. uh, it won't affect it at all. And and when I say overbuilt, I'm talking about like every feature on this thing. Like everything is thick, heavy. So that that stack itself, if we just talk about that, that's eight inch pipe. Yeah, eight inch standard wall pipe. Uh, like I say, you're almost quarter inch thick on the pipe. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going to buy a smoker, buy one that's going to last. 100. I mean, yeah. yeah, build it, buy yeah. it one time. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you can go to academy or wherever and yeah. buy a little thin ones right that, right yep. it rust out in a couple of years yeah so. uh it's so a big investment it is absolutely and so the thing was going to be so tall and to try to get in the garage and stuff like that we needed the stack to be able to fold over fold down when we transport it so you custom built that hinge system that works really well but the stack itself that's just that just the fold over part uh, you said that was like a hundred and yeah, it's around one hundred and seventy-two pounds. <laughs> seventy-two pounds. Yeah, it's going to take two people to set it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I saw them pull it over, and it did take two yeah. adult-sized yeah. men. <laughs> so when you stand that thing up, I think you had taken some measurements from the ground to the top of it. Yeah, it's right at eleven foot. Eleven foot tall. Um, and then so people who know who know smokers know typically on the top of that stack you've got some kind of dampener. And you can imagine 11 foot in the air, like how are you going to adjust that? So you built this um, system with a pole and an adjustment lock, knob down the bottom where it's within reach when you're standing on the ground. Um, and that's obviously the whole idea behind that. So you can, you still get that usefulness out of that. Uh, so then it's just hotter when because you use of that? the stack slash Well, chimney. yeah, so from a, from, a, from a fire management standpoint, you've got in any kind of fire, like even our wood burner in the, in the house at right. home. You've got, I've got that little adjustment on the front where you've okay. got, that's the air coming in. And then a lot of times you have an adjustment in the chimney where you're, you're, it's a dampener. You're dampening the air that's going out the chimney. So you're kind of pushing back at it. I gotcha. So you use those two adjustments to get your temperature to where you want it in the cooking chamber. Okay. Is there any other purpose that you're going to use that? Oh yeah. 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 So the reason we, well, one of the reasons we wanted this thing so tall is, uh, part of why we uh where you kicked off where you're talking about the all the flags <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we thought so i've got a buddy of mine that i've gone in on this with because him and i do all this a bunch of smoking and, and we'll use it a bunch of different ways and we were chatting and he was like man what if that could be a flagpole and i got to looking at some of them and i was like you're 100 percent right will like, it not burn the flag no it okay won't, most of your heat's going to be coming straight out the top so okay so the side you could touch it yeah. and it wouldn't be that hot Okay. So the so the idea here was we thought okay depending on where this thing's parked and depending on which way the wind's blowing we need like all four corners of a round tube available for for holding a flag because depending on which way the wind's going you want to get it on that side so it's not wrapping yes. itself around the chimney okay so Randy welded these uh, they're chain links right yes up around the top in four different spots where we'll hook the top of the flag and then the bottom of the flag will have its like moving uh piece of cable or whatever it is holding it on huh so it can sit there and fly while we're cooking some so badass barbecue you're flying the first flag you better be sending a picture over to Randy. oh we will be yeah <laughs> 
We will be. Yeah, we'll, it probably won't be a Texas flag. I'm yeah. probably not. It <laughs> won't probably. I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I mean, maybe you should. That this is that's, honestly that's where this thing was born. Yeah, so you it's, should baptize it's always it. going to have some Texas. And our son was born in Texas, that's so right. I yeah, mean, we do was. have a. Yeah. So uh, some roots. That reminds me a little bit. What I wanted to talk to you about, like, do you ever build? So if if we talk about the style of the smoker. Um, you would call it an offset, right? Yeah, it's traditional offset. Traditional offset. So you've got when you're looking at the smoker on the right side, you've got your big firebox. That's where the fire's coming in. It flows from right to left across the smoker and then out the left side up and out the chimney. So it's that's your kind of your cross flow or your offset, like you said. Um, that seems to me, and all the research that I did on smokers when I was trying to find which one I wanted to buy, this is this is Texas through and through, like almost yes, everything down here. This is how they're built. Yeah, traditional Texas smoker. Yeah, yeah. And when you go in different parts of the country, you see some different styles. Have you ever built any other styles that folks yes, want? Yes, we've, we've done reverse flows. Uh, like I say, I don't really do the uh, the charcoal style. Okay. Uh, I have done one for a buddy, but uh, like I say, I'm more of an offset smoker, yeah. either traditional or reverse flow. Yeah, yeah. And so folks understand that we, when you say reverse flow, so same kind of setup the way this one's designed. you got a firebox on the right, the... The fire and the hot air comes into the cooking chamber. It's flowing from right to left, but then it's forced under a plate, and then to come back around, back to the right side and out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you've got a whole. deflector plate that runs from the firebox. You'll normally have about twelve inches on the opposite end open. Okay. And yep. your stack will be on the same end as your firebox. Okay. Uh, just to draw everything that way, yep. and you get a lot of radiant heat off of the plate. Sure. Uh, yeah. And it's better for a lot of your slower cooks. Okay. Yeah. And that's what someone was telling me, like these um, traditional offsets like this move a lot of air and a yeah. lot of heat. A lot of air, a lot of heat, a lot of wood. Uh, yeah. Now, the insulated firebox will help a lot of your wood consumption. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of guys up north like to use them in uh, the colder yeah. areas, but yeah. uh, around Texas, all they benefit you is uh, the wood consumption. Okay. Yep. And that's something I'm excited about because I've never cooked on one with an insulated firebox, and I've heard a lot of really good things about them. I haven't either. You haven't? No. Yeah, I thought I saw you do that one time. I think you need to talk about the paint job or whatever, because I love the distressed. Yeah, so these things, I mean, they're... Like, I don't even know what it comes looking like raw. Is it Was it white originally? Yes, it was originally oh, white. Oh, okay. You know, like if you see, like at home, like people antiqued. have propane tanks yes. in their front yard. Oh, yeah. That's what this is. Uh, duh. Okay, yeah. you said that. I'm yeah. like connecting it. Golly, yeah. you guys. Yeah. I'm really not that dingy. <laughs> well, okay, you I? don't know what it is. But. Yeah, so they, then you like roughed it up. Yes, we'll we'll patina it a little bit. Uh, like I say, you can get them in different varieties. Uh, some of them actually have some nice uh, original patina, but you got to be careful because patina comes with rust. Uh, yeah, you got to watch for the pitting. God, I really like it. And I mean, the, and so and some guys will have them fully painted. I mean, you've done them yes, fully painted. I've had right? them fully painted. I've yeah. had them bare metal, clear yeah. coated. Uh, like I said, there's a variety of different ways to go. Yeah. Uh, on the insulated, you can, a lot of times you can use automotive paint. Okay. They don't get as hot. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's a wide variety of whatever you want. So on this setup, I, I think I was getting at this earlier. So on the driver's side of the trailer is the whole smoker setup. And then on the passenger side of the trailer is wide open with, uh, some storage built. Yes. Yeah. You've got two storages. Uh, like I say, both of them are six foot by three foot. Uh, so you got 12 foot of storage for okay. wood, coolers, yep. anything you want to put up there. Yep, yep. And that's perfect because you always need that when you're running around to places. Um, so the trailer itself, you custom built the trailer. It's all painted gloss black, the fenders, um, the framing, 
the, the, the racking on the side. And then the smoker is, is raw, like Morgan was saying. So you've got the white paint from the propane tank, but it, you know, obviously it's a used propane tank. So over the years, some of the paint has chipped, it's developed a little bit of its own rust, whatever. So you hit those areas and kind of sand them down is the, is yeah, the idea? Knock them down. Uh, like I said, you can let them rust up a little bit more and then put some more oil on it. Uh, but it's, it's got one coat of a linseed oil on it now. Yeah. Uh, like I said, just get it up to 400 degrees and, and wipe her down. I love out. the look it's, of it. It's a lot easier maintenance than paint. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet paint would be harder yeah, to once, keep. Once you cook on it, I mean, just wipe it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the firebox is is raw metal. The cooking chamber is the propane tank that's got its patinaed areas the uh the smokestack is raw metal the the hinges and the handles and all those things are raw metal and then everything's just oiled for that and it it just gives you that old school look yeah and how quick did you do this i mean seriously this yeah. seems really quick it's actually probably around 80 hours okay uh now doing it in between my yeah your full everyday job, job. job right yep uh, but yeah you can do one in probably 80 to 90 hours well, you can, not <laughs> yeah. most people. Yeah, not a lot. I don't think a lot of people can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. it just looks like The more a you do lot. it, the easier it is. Yes, yeah, a sure. lot yeah. of work and hours and love went into this. Um, it's got a story for sure. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of guys, guys know, like when you look at something that's been welded, you know if the welder knows what he's doing or not. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm too picky. Uh, yeah. I do everything myself. Yeah. I've got uh, several people that want to come help, but... Uh, I guess just too proud of what I do. Yeah. All right. Well, I hear you, man. You should be. It's it's badass. So yeah, I mean that's the kind of setup. So when I was looking at what I wanted for the for the finish, and this is for anybody who's interested in these things, where I found yours was on Facebook. Is that pretty much the only place you? Yes. Right now it's uh, Facebook. Okay. Uh, I've got a web designer working on some other things, but uh, kind of web is outdated. Sure. Uh, most yep. everybody's social media now. Yep. So if you look up on Facebook, CT Custom Smokers, that's what, what I would hunt. Is I think that was the way it was set up, wasn't it? Yeah, CT yep. Custom Smokers. Yep. Uh, and uh, a lot of my ads actually tie back into my regular Facebook okay. under Randy yep. Carroll. Yep. So it, when I looked on there, I could see um, all of your past posts and a lot of the different ones that you had done. And I had picked one out in particular. I think that was a 250 that looked like this. And that was kind of how okay. we came up with this. That's this what finish. I wondered if yeah. then on your website, if people went there, they could see what you've done in the past. So you, yes. you obviously have yes, all I your stuff up there. Pictures of previous perfect. builds, uh, in-process pictures. Same thing I send out to everybody, everybody that orders one. Yes. Uh, like you said, it's it's a lot of scams out there right now. Yeah. Uh, stealing pictures and trying to get people to send deposits. So right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I try to communicate as best as I can. He's a real dude. He's guys. real. He's I real. See him. He's right here. here. Yeah. Yep. Guys, and, uh, CT. Yeah, CT. So check <laughs> check that out. And if you look, if folks were go, to go to your Facebook page right now, if they looked at like probably your last three or four posts or so, they're going to see this one. Yes, they're going to see this one. This I've got book. a few more to add this evening. Yep. Uh, yep. But yeah, everything I build is posted up from yeah. smokers to gates, a little bit of everything. Cool. Cool. So then they would just message you, obviously, and then you want to talk to people live like on the phone so it's just easier probably than messaging yes, back and forth i, I, I mean, do through messaging text messages okay. uh, phone calls perfect available all the time okay I, I feel like um the communication that i had with you you were just very uh open to however i wanted to talk if i wanted to text you text if i wanted to send on facebook messenger you'd do that if i wanted to call you you'd answer you know whatever so it all worked out yeah. that way yeah yeah phone's on me at all times so i get it all different directions yeah yeah 
Cool, man. Well, I couldn't be any more excited. I can't wait to get that thing home and put it to work. Uh, we are still kind of in our cold season up there, unfortunately. But I know. Dang it. I think it might even snow in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I hate to tell you that. that I looked yeah, at we the were weather. 17 degrees one day and 72 days later. It's been nice oh, yeah, since we were here. here. Yeah. Yeah. I think right before y'all come down, it, we had a little cold snap that was yeah. seven degree wind chill. Do you see that? typically or was that the last two years we've had okay. a few cold snaps really yeah. yeah that's what you called it a cold snap yeah okay yeah seven degrees around here i bet people are losing their mind oh yeah nobody knows how to drive <laughs> but the funny thing is is we we're shut the company down for uh-uh. a day yes and not not only that i mean like probably a lot of the infrastructure around here isn't even built for that like people had to have pipes pipe issues and water issues and stuff like that yeah everybody had frozen pipes yeah uh, yeah I know the one last year we had uh, power lines were down. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not we're not set up for Mm-mm. for that kind of cold. Yeah, no, <laughs> and you guys, it's seventy degrees and people are still in pants and stuff. And normally, like we're in yesterday, I was in shorts and a t shirt, and my sister who lives in town, she's in a hoodie and yeah. leggings. Yeah. So yeah. it's just funny when you come in from a cold state to a warmer. What you think is, is warm? Yeah. 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 But this, I was going to ask you, this town, how big is this town? Uh, I think the population is around 7,500. Okay. Uh, which, like we had talked to our fire yeah. district, actually covers more than the, the yep. city. Yep. Okay. It, I, I couldn't, I'm not good at like estimating, but it looked like smaller as we were driving in. And we're so used to small towns. So Yeah. 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 Well, to kind of close out, I, I want... And I kind of wanted to do this earlier, but we started talking about the smoker. So I want to close out with folks kind of getting to know a little bit more about you and what you got going on. You and I have been chatting back and forth, and I feel like you're a buddy now. You know, a lot of things we've been talking about, um, you do serve on your local, is it all volunteer fire department? Yes, Buena is all volunteer. Okay, yep. How long have you been doing that? Uh, I started right after Hurricane Rita, so probably around 2006. Okay. And uh, one of the things you shared with me was that um, you've got a couple kids what's uh yeah i've got a son and, and, uh okay. my yep. son is 19 okay uh, doing his senior year in high school yeah uh, he's doing the fire academy through kilgore state college uh, which is the first couple of classes every day uh so by the time he's done with that he should be able to go do the state test uh, is that his plan to be a career fireman yes that's yep. his plan i've yep. tried to keep him out of construction yeah. as much as i could <laughs> yeah. uh so yeah that's that's his plan which locally they're hiring around seventy-eight thousand right out of okay. school yeah uh, and you're working half the year. Yeah, right. Yep. Yep. It's a good career. And then you have a daughter? Yes. I have a daughter. She's uh, trying to major in art. Like okay. I say, she's yeah. she's a junior now. She's got several junior scholarships, yep. but yep. that's her big thing is art. So yep. as long as she finds a degree that'll work after. Right. Uh, right. Yep. So I told her art's nice. Just make sure you find something you can use. Yeah. And the other night we were, so we were talking because we were trying to figure out when we were going to come over from Houston and you're finishing up some projects and stuff and you said something about she she got some award in town or something. Yeah, she's one of the sweethearts for this uh, our local festival. Okay. Uh, Buna announces their king and queen, which is normally your senior citizen. Okay. Uh, and then they've got a couple of sweethearts for the, yep. the Redbud Festival. Okay. And then we do the pageant, uh, which is the same weekend as Redbud Festival. So. That's awesome. What uh, What's the Redbud Festival? It's just a local festival. Okay. Uh, like I say, get together, uh, rides, carnival, all the fun stuff. And for people who aren't from here, what's what's a Redbud? Redbud is actually a tree. 
Okay. Yeah. It's a redbud tree. Okay. okay. I would have guessed a bush. Okay. It's a tree. <laughs> pretty close. Okay. It's pretty close. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like do all those trees kind of like bloom at the same time around here or something yeah, like that? They're, yeah. Uh, like I say, it's been kind of tradition just yeah. to have the redbud festival. Yeah. That's cool. And is there a missus? Yes. She's uh she's not feeling well today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we didn't get I to tried see to get her, her out here. Yeah. But she, she says no. Okay. That's all right. That's all right. No, it's cool, man. It's small town stories. Um, you know, similar. It, it's crazy. We're a thousand miles from home. But similar mentalities, yes. similar people, um, which that's that's the best part of it. So, but yeah, any did you have any other questions or anything? No, I just keep like if people could see the view, it's just yeah, it's a cool. great view out here mm-hmm. and where we're at. And uh, now the interesting part will be to haul this sucker home. We Let's just hope a thousand home. miles yeah. we make it. Yeah, I mean sure. I don't know why we wouldn't. Yeah, it's just gonna be a long drive. But actually, why didn't you put? the white tank on the other side how did you decide it's just traditional to go yeah, drive oh it is you yeah. can do, you can oh do okay side but yeah. so uh, it would be weird if you yeah, saw one on the other one side you'll see is actually on the driver's side okay yeah. Yeah. all right that's good to yeah, know yeah it just it's just how they are yeah you're right it's just a thing yep. yeah i've got a twin 750 gallon coming up so you'll have one on both sides one on each side <laughs> oh gosh that's the one you said is going to california yeah it'll be going to san ladon california that's crazy. That is a long haul. Yeah, so how many? Oh, that be, would be double. That'd be like two thousand miles. Yeah, I even, Holy I, cow! I, and that yeah. one will be delivered. Oh, you get the joy to take that there. Yep, man. Okay, well, people got to pay for that. Well, if you want him there, you got to pay for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it can be delivered for the right price. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Randy will bring it to your backyard, guys. But you got to pay. Well, no doubt you're getting after it, man. You should be proud of, of what you're doing. Uh, I can't wait to get home and show all my buddies. And like I said, put this thing to work this year. Once we warm up a little bit, we're going to be doing a bunch of events and stuff for our business. So yes, uh, anybody who's listening, who's local, uh, come out to anything that we're doing. We'll be announcing it and check things out. Um, and you'll put all of his information in the notes, right? For sure. Yep. Yep. Okay. And if you if you want to talk to Randy, if you're interested in, in any uh, smokers for sure, um, I imagine like any kind of be- big metal fab products where you don't have to be on site because if you're talking to somebody in Nebraska or whatever that you could they could pick up. Yeah, I do anything locally. Uh, that's one reason I don't have a portable machine. Yep, yep. Stay at the house. Sure. <laughs> yep. I hear you. Makes sense. Um, so easy to find CT Custom Smokers on Facebook. Um, and as I said, he will respond. He'll get you the info you want. So yeah, it's been a really neat experience it's like we, we went out on a limb i feel like you went you went out on a limb working f- with somebody from all the way across the country i went out on a limb um and it's just a cool story everything came together so is ben smoker here the furthest one technically thus far at the moment yes oh is. i yeah. like that i say i don't you don't sell a lot in Vienna. yeah yeah but a lot a lot of mine have been going to west texas okay okay yeah. well and that's the other thing and i, I mean i'm we don't need to necessarily talk about pricing or anything, but I can tell folks that if you are looking for a quality build for an affordable price, a fair price, that's what this is. And this is one of the reasons what that uh, made me feel so comfortable with Randy's. I just felt like he's not trying to take advantage of me. He's going the extra mile. Um, we did a lot of last minute mods um, that you were super flexible on and, and made happen. And it's, I just couldn't, I couldn't be any more happy with it. I feel like one of those dudes on like, uh, you know, like you watch those car TV shows, like when they unveil the new car and <laughs> the yes. guy's like, oh my God, you know, he comes walking out like 
it's crazy. Right. I know you're like, calmness because this is how he is mm-hmm. always but inside he's freaking out yeah freaking out yeah. i just know it so if if um it was on the outside he'd be just jumping up and down if it were yep. me yeah you know, probably yeah. yeah i'd be screaming yeah yeah most likely. so well, awesome thanks randy. thanks randy thanks for having us man thanks for taking the time to record um i'm sure folks will, will enjoy this and it's right up our alley so thank you for all your work um and we'll definitely stay in touch no problem all right brother we'll thank see you thank you